Hello and welcome to Connection First. My name is Fabiana Cole and today I'm recording a special episode because I just got the news this morning that my podcast reached 1,000 downloads and I have no idea if for any other show 1,000 downloads is a lot or is not but for me it's so much. It means all the first people who listen to this podcast and stand by my side, being very patient as I was learning my way to podcasting. I had no idea about podcasting before. I used to listen to so many shows before and I have been writing and sharing many of these ideas on a blog and then on social media. And I was so happy when I finally realized that I wanted to do a podcast and it took me years to put this project together and it's been an amazing journey and thank you so much for being here as you know I'm recording every episode in Spanish and English and obviously English isn't my first language so it's been extra challenging but I'm so happy it's been amazing to get all your feedback and thank you so much for being here I decided to do this a special episode about connection And I feel it's a topic that I cover in every episode because every time I'm talking about different things, I'm always trying to focus on keeping the connection with our children and keeping those concepts in mind in every decision or anything that we do as a family. And I was thinking today about my motivation when I first started to write to immigrant moms, which was my first project. And I was writing to friends, basically, that were pregnant after I had my first child. And I was simply wanting to share ideas on how to enjoy the journey, even though they were lacking on support and being immigrants and all of these that, that's related to being immigrant parents and all the demands. And I remember the first article was related to, it, actually the title was something like how to survive and enjoy the first month uh, as a parent and enjoy the process. Like I feel the first ideas I was sharing were all based in in trying to be grateful for being able to raise your child and enjoy being their mom in my case so I've realized with time that what I was actually sharing was all about connection because when you are enjoying your journey and even though that it's exhausting many times and demanding and all the things that we know but we are trying to enjoy it's a way to actually work on being present or to me it was related to being present in my journey and connecting with my kids and one of the things that I was thinking this morning is that the, the biggest motivation is that I feel when I was pregnant and there are so many topics that you hear right when you're pregnant people talk to you about the sleep and the feeding and I, I remember the major one was the shopping list People could kind of spend like hours, including myself, talking about strollers and if you wanted to get this baby career or the other one and what bottles were the best or if you are getting a breast pump or not, or, you know, like so many conversations related to what to buy for the baby. And then when the baby's born, you have many conversations about, of course, breastfeeding or feeding in general, or like, of course, sleeping. And then the kids go to school and it's related to friendships and reading and 
And I feel we have been lacking or there is a conversation that I, w- that I wish we have more often that is about the relationship that you are creating with your children from day one. I feel it's something that we are not talking enough about that. We talk a lot about our role as parents, but we don't talk about the relationship, which is, from my point of view, a lot more important. And everything that I have been studying and learning over the last years, it all goes back to connecting with our kids, to the relationship we are forming with them. When you learn about trauma, for example, it's not what happens in your life is the way you process and if you have or not someone to talk about that and that all goes back to the relationship that you are creating with your child and how safe they feel with you how secure they feel with you when they want to share something parenting like in this gentle way in a conscious way in a respectful way is a long-term strategy sometimes might be harder Because I guess for people who believe that adults are in a different level and kids just need to be as they are tall and be quiet and that type of approach, I guess the results are immediately, right? You get to do, you get the kids to do what you are telling them to do. Where with the approach that we discuss in this podcast and being a connected parent is a long-term strategy. It's different. You are not looking for immediate results. You are playing a long-term game. You are working towards protecting your relationship every single day. That doesn't mean not having any boundaries and having, you know, like a friend type of relationship with your kids and saying just do everything. It's not like that at all. And that's a problem sometimes people confuse being a gentle parent with being, you know, permissive parent and saying yes to everything. You need boundaries to protect any relationship and especially the relationship with your kids. And not only that, but they need boundaries. They need to know that you are their guide, that you are the captain of the ship. I love thinking that way. Like me and my husband, we are the captain of the ship and telling them what's good, what's wrong. And you are the adult in the end. But that doesn't mean that they are not humans, that we are not going to respect them. And connecting with our kids is simply understanding them in a much better way and accepting who they are. And when I talk about connection and boundaries and the importance of having those boundaries, but keeping the relationship as a priority in terms of protecting the relationship when you are setting a boundary and finding ways to reconnect with your kids after a situation like a hard situation happened between the two of you. And I have an example for you that happened actually a few days ago only. It was a school holidays. We are very clear about boundaries around screen time and especially around YouTube these days. I love watching YouTube videos, but for so many reasons, I don't like them to watch YouTube, especially when there is no one around. When they are watching it, if I let them do it, it's in the TV when one adult is around and we know what they are being exposed to because anyone can upload content in YouTube. You have no idea what your kids are getting into if they are watching and you are not around. So anyways, there are so many reasons why... We keep an eye in YouTube in particular. And we can leave that topic for another time, but this is what happened. I was about to leave uh, to the grocery shopping. I wanted to get a few things to make a pasta that I had promised them for dinner and that uh, my son especially was very keen, my older one. So it's the situation with my almost 10-year-old. And my husband was working from home and I told him that I was going to go quickly to get some stuff for the pasta across the road and that daddy was at home and they, I said, affirm no about YouTube. I said, you 
can do this, but you cannot watch YouTube. When I was ready to go, my son went in front of me and said, you're not going to go. You have to say yes to YouTube before you go. And I was like, no, I'm not saying yes to YouTube. You are not watching YouTube if I'm not at home. And I told him I was about to go to the supermarket to get something for the pasta that he was expecting for dinner. And he's like, no, I'm not going to let you go. And he's like, okay, if you don't let me go, I'm not going to be able to get the pasta ingredients that I need. And you are going to have lentils, which is the only thing that I have at home. And it's literally one thing that he doesn't like. And, and he's like, no, 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 I'm not letting you go. You need to tell me, you need to tell me why and why I cannot watch YouTube. And I am not going to, I only want to watch this one. And I'm, you know, pushing and pushing and pushing. And you are getting super frustrated because you really want to leave. And it's so easy in this moment to say, you know what? Yes. Okay, go. And I felt very proud because this time it didn't happen to me. I was very firm and I was like, yeah, no, you're not doing that. You're not doing that. Anyways, in the end, he kept trying and trying. And I had gave him the warning twice or three times of like, if you don't let me go, I'm going to stay here. But that means that you are not going to have the pasta for dinner. And when he kept pushing, I simply took my shoes off. I tried to keep my calm, even though I wasn't too calm in the inside. I dropped the supermarket bags that I was holding. I put them back where they go. I took my shoes off and I went to the kitchen and I told him, you know what? I gave you a few warnings. I'm not going anymore. And you are not having that pasta that I was getting for you for dinner. And it was a perfect, you know, consequence of ex exactly what was happening. But the point here is this. I asked him to give me a minute because I was really, really like dysregulated at that time. And I felt we were all very upset. And I tried to have that minute. I took a deep breath and did a few things to, you know, try to calm down. After that, like an hour later when I was a lot calmer, because this is better to do it later, I went to him and I said, that was awful. I really don't like what happened. You were very rude. You did this and that. And this is what happened. This is how I felt things and blah, blah. And we were talking about it. This moment that honestly was only a couple of minutes of us talking about what happened, listening to how he felt and for him listening to the way I felt. This is for me an example of how we can keep a connected relationship with our kids, even when we are the parents, when we are establishing boundaries and when these situations are common in our daily life, but we are always protecting the relationship. So this for me was an example as a way that I was trying to protect my relationship after I have been very firm and I was establishing a clear boundary with my child. And this is something that shouldn't take long. As I said, it's a simple conversation. You can have it straight away when you feel better and you can have it later in the night. And this is the same applies in this time. I handle it well. But so many times you can get, you know, super dysregulated. You don't wait enough and then you raise your voice and you can go and apologize if that's the case. If you're not proud in the way you reacted, you can use this moment to go and apologize. And that's a way to reconnect as well, obviously. Like apologizing is something that is... It has to be part of your relationship if you're hoping to have a human relationship in terms of like being connected with your kids. And I'm just trying to explain to you how looking for connection look like in our everyday life with our kids. Connecting with our kids is not about being permissive and saying yes, and it's not about connecting in terms of time either. To be able to connect with your kids and have a good relationship with them and, and work in this long-term game, you don't need 
the amount of time. You don't need to be the parent that is always playing games with your kids either. You just need quality time. You need to be able to find these moments to connect with them in your everyday, even if they are micro moments, but finding ways to tell them that you see them, that you understand them, that you are trying to get to know them in your everyday. Connecting with someone is getting to know that person for who they really are and accepting who they are. When you go back after something that happens to your child and you tell them that you saw how they felt and that you want to listen what they had to say and that you want them to listen what you have to say, you are creating that connection and that relationship with them. And I feel the challenge here is to recognize that in order to be this parent that we are hoping to be, we need to work in being present because when you are present and when you are able to go back in these moments and see the, your kids for who they are and accept them and all of that is all related to being present and to being able to put all our expectations and, you know, the little voices that we have in our heads with our to-do list and what happened in the past, what's going to happen in the future and our own issues and anxieties and traumas and things that we are dealing with in order to be able to be this connected parent or at least try to is important to be present and work in our own personal healing our own personal journey so that when we are with our kids we can really be there and react according to what is happening according to that person and not to what we are being told that we have to do, the expectations that the society is putting in ourselves, that we are putting ourselves, and following patterns that maybe we are not really believing in those patterns anymore, but we are simply following autopilot. And when we start to question all these things, and we start in our journey being more conscious around parenting, we then see the importance of seeing the whole aspects and the whole reasons and the why our kids are reacting in certain ways. Then we can understand their behavior better and we can react better towards that behavior coming from understanding. It's all interconnected when you think about because I've been talking about connection today and to understand connection, then we have to understand acceptance. When we want to connect with someone, we need to start accepting who they are and the moment they are at. And to do that, we also need to work in being present. And when we are expecting to be that parent who has good reactions and stay calm and everything, it all sounds wonderful. But the real Life and the reality is that we have, at the same time that we are being parents, we have so many other things going on. We have concerns, we have fears, we have worries. And when we try to work in being present in the moments that we get to spend with our kids, we are working in being able to put everything else on the side and really be there and react to what is happening and not in what our head is telling us and the little voices and all of that. And I think all these concepts that I'm sharing with you in my podcast and here today that I'm trying to explain when I talk about connection, which is to me fascinating, is all about the best gift that I believe we can give to our kids, which is seeing them for who they are 
accepting them, guiding them, and always being their safe space. And offering that to them, I feel, is one of the best gifts that we can offer. And letting them discover who they are. And I know a lot of these might be new concepts for you. And we will continue to talk about all of this in, in more episodes. I have so many interviews planned to discuss this further and so many other conversations that I'm hoping to have with you about it. In the meanwhile, I want to share a quote that I read recently from Maja Angelo that reads like this. Do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you for all those first thousand downloads. It means so much to me. And I cannot wait for what's to come on this podcast. Thank you so much for being here. See you next time.